Hello and welcome to Peace Alchemy. In today's reading, we're uh, going to do a general reading, um, and uh, this will include um, love and regarding uh, what is presently uh, a possibility. What I'm showing in this card spread can be found on Instagram at Peace Alchemy if you'd like to look at the card spread, but I will be describing them as I go through here. We're starting off with the Page of Wands, and the Page of Wands, it's, I, I see a, um, a young energy wanting to uh, come in and offer um, passion, um, potential partnership to uh, a woman uh, or a female energy and exchange the energies as needed because this is not necessarily set in stone. Uh, it's just, you know, in terms of female or male, so it can be uh, reversed. But a person is coming in wanting, that, that appears to be younger, wanting to come in and offer a relationship. Um, they have an attraction, an innocent attraction, I'd say, a new attraction towards um, an, a woman who might be older or a person who might be older um, who seems very grounded or is in the process of completing uh, a cycle where she is moving towards a more stronger and more structured foundation in her life. She has the Nine of Pentacles there. She's happy. She is established. Um, she is connected to nature and um, her internal awareness. The colors on her dress, the yellow, um, the golden pentacles, the golden sky, all represent alignment with the intuition, alignment with the path that is leading her to her highest possibilities. She's not yet at the ten of pentacles, but she feels like she is moving towards that. And I see this person as um, somebody who is admiring her, possibly from a distance. It could be an online relationship at this point. It could be someone who's just noticing her on social media. Um, but she's very connected. They're aware of her connection to all of life. And when I say that, I mean her attitude. Um, she is content with herself. She's learning more and more about herself. She has done the journey. Um, she may have other things that she is trying to achieve at this point, but she is, she's not dependent on someone outside of her. So this is very attractive to this person, um, who is highly to be much younger. There could be an age gap, in other words, between the two persons, uh, you know, I'd say significantly up to even, you know, 10 years or more possibly. Um, and then you have the Queen of Cups. The Queen of Cups is very uh, aware that she is sitting on her throne, but surrounded by water and land. So she has alchemized her emotions as well as stayed grounded. She holds a trophy in her lap. Well, it's a chalice, but it looks like a trophy. So it's quite large. So she has a large amount of um, love to give to somebody. And she's facing the Nine of Pentacles, so she is almost like consulting. When I say almost, what I mean is, is these cards are symbolic, so you read them according to imagery as well as symbols and uh, numbers and so forth. So when the cards are facing one another, it is, uh, it is like symbolic of the Queen consulting, uh, not her maiden, but the one who is reached a level of her life where she encompasses like a high priestess, but the Nine of Pentacles does, and the Queen of Cups knows her worth. So these are also can be um, illustrative of aspects of the self, and so the journey of the self, as I've said in previous um, podcasts, and in the yin and yang of all of life, you have the feminine and the masculine, so this can be somebody who has literally reached a balance of their feminine or is in the process of reaching a balance of their feminine. So the Queen of Cups is very aware of the pentacle's worth and the pentacle knows her worth as well and she's affirming back to the Queen that she knows her worth as well. The Queen is surrounded by a vast land 
and much prosperity. And she is content in offering a part of this to the pentacles. So this isn't a woman, um, and it can be um, a nine of pentacles caught between two offers, a younger offer and an older offer or a more established offer. So I'm not getting into um, gender-based love. This is, this is not how I read. This is basically just symbolic and linguistic but, and intuitively, but I would say that this is clearly becoming a possibility that for some that can be a nine of pentacles caught between two offers and it can be one that has been established somebody who has encompassed their feminine they are offering um, service before the world so there is a I mean almost even getting a mentorship that could come and it can also be someone who is the nine of pentacles can be um, in, in a person who is looking uh, at they don't even have to actually know this person, but they could be getting mentorship through observation, you know, books, learning, social media. And when I say social media, uh, many people might laugh about that, but you can learn a lot from people that are established. I have many social media platforms full of professionals who just showcase their work all day long. And so it's a lot, you can learn a lot, you know, linguistically, I keep up language study through social media platforms because they are more organized and it, it's very telling uh, and it's a great way for visual learners people who can only or primarily learn by visuals so this is a nine of pentacles is saying you know she has her six pentacles on one side her three pentacles on the other uh, she's willing to set aside the three pentacles for either investment for future investment or to offer somebody or on a collective level um, the world her contribution to the world and the six pentacles she's very savvy in other words the queen of cups is recognizing this and the queen of cups is saying because of your outlook the way you perceive life i want to offer you even a grander um, contribution i want to offer you maybe more resources more training more abilities um, she could be offering her a passionate love but again this is not to be viewed necessarily in the um, narrow uh, scope of love alone, romance alone. This is, can be more of, um, there's a saying that says we are walking each other home in the journey of life. And so I kind of feel like in this sense, this is somebody who has noticed this person's worth and they see the path they're on and they're seeing, and, and this page of wands is as well, they're seeing this person is of high value, this person is seeing their worth, so we also see their worth. And in the next card, the death card, uh, the death card is um, a 13 reverse down to four. So with four you have structure. The death in reverse can, can represent symbolically overcoming um, a very difficult time, a very challenging time, and actually, I would see this as putting a large part of themselves behind them. This um, can be somebody who is, again, acknowledge their worth, but also they've done the karmic um, evaluation of their life. They've looked at their life from a karmic balance standpoint, and work to put it behind them, work to put uh, and forgive those who have harmed them, um, to move on from those who they have had lessons with, that it's, you know, they're no longer needing to, um, they're no longer needing to stay in that situation, because if you look in the upright, it's, it's in reverse, which is like an overturning or an overcoming, but in upright, you see um, the horseman or the grim reaper standing. He's in representing black and white, which to me it represents yin and yang. You have the white horse, the black flag, the black um, cape, and his armor and face, of course, and the emblem on the flag and the uh, horse are opposite, which is white. This is a yin yang representation of masculine and feminine. The masculine and feminine is trampling on a person lying on beach that overlooks the ocean, which is water always generally represents the subconscious or what hasn't been explored or what needs to be explored. Could be fears, could be um, old karmic lessons that were unresolved. 
And basically there are some things when they're, um, the horseman is addressing, the horseman is addressing, it looks to be the Hierophant, um, and two children, well, a child, as well as a, looks to be like a masculine figure wearing a white, um, dress. So both are wearing white dresses, which is very much like young, innocent, feminine, purity, and so forth. And so in this death card, um, that usually represents new beginnings and upright, or in, uh, endings and upright. I think it's in reverse. It's like somebody who has assessed what is worth hanging on to and what is worth releasing um, to best align with their higher self because they are facing the Hierophant, which is a mastery, a level of hierarchical um, understanding of self. And they've embraced the inner child. They've embraced the innocence but the marriage between the masculine and feminine. So the horseman is looking upon, um, in this card, the photograph of, uh, on the card, or the imagery on the card, this man who's wearing a white dress and wearing the golden uh, crown. It is somebody who has alchemized their masculine and feminine, so there is a yin-yang balance within, and so they have reached it and raised the victory flag as a result. The queen is not looking that direction. She is already aware her back is to this um, awareness level, and so she is offering her cup to uh, the person who is at a place of allocating how far they have come. In the next row, you have the Six of Pentacles. I also want to mention also with that, death card the reduction of four is an indicator of um, stability or um, structure foundation that has been established so as I say in the next row you have the six of pentacles six can represent harmony balance growth intention energy received and this person is holding a scales and they are assessing you know who is to get what and so he's handing some pentacles to um, the two people in front of me he's addressing, but he's only addressing the feminine. So it's a masculine addressing the feminine. And again, this is not necessarily meaning you might have somebody in your life that hands you pentacles. It has nothing to do with gender. So, but it's to, to explain that there is a, um, there is a karmic return here that's happening where the woman is getting three pentacles, which is shown above her head. And the other pentacle he's housing above his crown. So he knows, I think it's it's because he knows his worth, or the person knows his worth. And the other one um, is holding their hand out, hoping to receive. But he has not yet been paid his karmic debt. But he's, he's standing in hope. The man is wearing red, which is a fiery passion. It can also represent, red can also represent... Um, anger, but in this case, because it is a number six, it is a an internal balance of um, anger, fear. So he is the person that's giving it is uh, somebody who is assessing: is this worth the fight? Is this worth um, raising issues of something? So it's like uh, almost like six of pentacles. Um, it can, it's always read like, you know, traditionally is, is a raise in um, income or worth and stuff at, on, a, on a prosperity level. But I also think in this case, it's somebody who is visiting um, unresolved areas, settling karmic debt, and working so they can reach an evolution of self. Now, with a chariot next to it in reverse... The seven is about boundaries. Um, it can be about uh, whether wondering whether or not something is worth uh, it, the investment, or finding out that um, something that you invested in is not did not have the rate of return on investment that you hoped. The ROI in business terms, so. The chariot is, is uh, usually a victory, it's a movement, it indicates travel. In this case, taking into account the previous card of the Six of Pentacles, 
I see it as somebody who has, um, as well as the Five of Pentacles coming up, because that's going backwards. It's a person who's reflecting on where, where he has invested or she has invested energies in the past, time in the past, money in the past, love in the past, and where that energy needs to go, where that time and um, actions uh, need to go. They're being more mindful. It's somebody who couldn't have reached Nine of Pentacles status had they not done a proper life review where they realized that there were a lot of things that they invested in out of obligation, out of guilt, and what have you in order to reach a level of understanding their own worth. The Five of Pentacles is generally a conflict or change or tension or learning process. In reverse, it's, I think, reflection. Because the Chariot and the Five of Pentacles is in reverse, it's like returning to the past. But the Six of Pentacles is not fixated on the past. His eyes are on the person that he is trying to settle the karma so so the lesson does not repeat itself. Now, interestingly, the Wheel of Fortune is not here. Um, So there is... Or, and even the world card is not here, so there's not necessarily a uh, end of cycle here, but it's it's implied with the movement card because the person uh, that is handing the pentacles to um, the one individual and not acknowledging the other is there may be a boundary that they're learning to um, draw, a line that they're learning to draw because this person has maybe been too grabby in the past, taken advantage of the person's um, skills and abilities. Maybe this person has given too much in love and not received it. And I don't, I'm not trying to advocate that love is all about receiving. Because, of course, for those who study tarot or, or even read tarot, it's all about the spiritual path of unconditional love and, and purity and so forth. But Let's face reality. <laughs> if you invest too much in something and not get a return, that's not using wisdom. Because even the deepest sacred texts talk about, um, you know, have parables of the person, the sower of the seeds that they're given and how that will. So it's, you don't have to have money to sow. You can sow your time, your resources, your energy, your attention. So attention is what I see in this in this card it's not just that he's giving a material value but he's also giving his attention he's re- recognizing that he is uh, on a deeper level that he has lacked uh, that he has not paid enough attention <clears throat> this person has not paid attention to their feminine their their yin energy and they've given too much compensation to the yang energy so they're returning, and, and because of that, it has left them out of the cold in the past, because they're coming out of the cold now, and so to speak, they're coming out of a very um, desolate period or a challenging period to redevelop and retrain themselves again and recognize that yin energy. Um, if you move continually move forward, we have the strength card. So we've gone from a six to a seven to a five up to an eight with a crossing energy being a five. Now, as I said in the Five of Pentacles, five can represent drawing boundaries, conflict, change, tension, and so forth, a learning process. With this Five of Wands, it's like fire passion, um, the strength of that energy being, it's a training card. It's the strength card in reverse is, we have the eight, which the eight can represent um, karmic returns, prosperity, mastering something, internal strength. She has infinity symbol over her head, so it's infinite possibility. She's hanging on to the Leo, which is the king and master of um, the passion, the wands, uh, the fire energy, which is depicted in the five of wands. However, it's in reverse, which means there is a, there has been an exhaustion in the past. So I would read the chariot, the pentacles, and the strength um, as a triad to describe what's happening with the six of pentacles. So this person is very aware moving forward because right now they're not focused on the future. They're settling the now. But what I would suggest is in this case, it's about taming the inner lion. It's about taming 
somebody, and it could be for some, um, a Leo in the past that has dominated too much the feminine. Uh, there's been too much Leo energy, um, fire energy. It could, been, it could be somebody that was met during Leo season in 2021. And they recognized that their focus on this person was to the point they lost themselves. They lost their, not their own value, so to speak, but they kept repeating the repeated cycles of um, sometimes we can, because we have done it so much in the past, we can fixate on another person because there's an, an attraction or an expectation or traditional conditioning that we lose a sense of ourselves. And I see that this time this person is really working on restructuring themselves. They're recognizing they need to build their inner strength. They need to tame their inner lion. The lion can growl and roar when it doesn't get its way. And this is about taming the inner lion with the Five of Wands. So the people in the Five of Wands photograph, which is the crossing energy of the strength in reverse, they are training. They are. It, it looks like they're combating, but it's actually like a... It could be like a, um, well, you know, like a sport of some sort, but um, it can be also um, perfecting and polishing their skills on a professional level, on an internal level. And with the crossing, with the strength card in reverse, I really see this because um, Mars goes into retrograde at the end of the year, from what I have heard and, and read, that... This is a, a really important time right now to to um, really master your inner fire when it hits the shadow. In other words, the trigger points, the anger. Um, if there has been some unresolved anger, which could go back to the Six of Pentacles, somebody that has not been worth receiving their karmic return, they took advantage of them, and there was an internal resentment there that left them in a bad situation. Now, they're not ignoring it, but they're training. Instead of giving that energy to the other person and and projecting on them and so forth, they are really working on their, their internal life. They are, I don't know, it could be doing anything from exercise to um, learning, learning how to refocus their energies on a training and really focus on... Um, conflict, um, learning how to master conflict in their life. This further is confirmed with the next or the final row is, which is the two of cups in reverse and the crossing energy of the moon, which is an 18, um, reduced to nine. The two of cups normally in upright position. If you look, you had the strength card previously, and then you have now the lion that hovers with the um, uh, wings above the masculine and feminine, or the man and woman coming together. Normally the Two of Cups is a card of divine union. Not only internal union, but can represent soulmates or meeting somebody, uh, meeting somebody who profoundly changes your life in a positive way and so forth. Because it's in reverse, this is to me a correction of karma, correction of a past karmic relationship. With Leo hovering above, again, it's very much highly possible it was back in Leo season. So reflect back on, did you meet somebody back in Leo season, which was in the July period uh, to early August of last year? And how did that person, how did that person change your life? How, how did they, how did they make you see your value? Did they make you see your value or not? It can also be somebody from um, an old relationship from years before, decades even before, like long ago. Um, and it's resurfacing with the moon. So the moon is, moon is about reflection. It's about, it can about facing your shadow, facing your fears, facing, um, it can also be about facing the feminine. A lot of people read this as such a dark night of the soul card, but I don't see it that way in this case. It's a really about, I'm seeing a reoccurrence of acknowledging the feminine here because the masculine has been dominant up to this point. And this person, that's why the man in the Six of Pentacles is giving, which is not necessarily gender male, but I'm saying 
It's a man depicted in the picture, so I'm going to describe it that way. So he's giving to the female because the feminine has been neglected. And this is not necessarily a woman being neglected, but I'm saying the feminine aspect has been neglected. And again, for there to be divine union between two, it needs to be an equal balance, an equal give and take between a a feminine and masculine. Um, that's, That's the balance of all of life. You can read up on it. Read the Tao sometime, and you will understand what I mean by the yin and yang. Um... And the moon allows for reflection of the feminine, and the sun is shining brightly through. So what I see with this moon card is um, you have the wolf and the dog before it, and this, like, of course, crab coming out of the ocean, so it's like a very strong water energy, a very emotional energy. Cancers are very about... Cancer crabs about um, reflecting um, of the self, internal self, uh, movement, and not always are they balanced, but they're balanced between the, the dog and the wolf. The wolf can wolves are depicted as alpha animals, but they're pack animals, but they can run as an individual. The dog is um, from the the wolf family, so it recognizes that the dogs are about love and partnership, and it's they're both. Uh, fixated, all three are fixated on the moon and the sun. The sun is hovering behind the moon. It's encompassing the moon. And the beams coming off are golden like um, like golden illuminations and golden um, alchemic um, beams, so to speak. I don't know how else to describe it. Of the unity between the sun and the moon but the nine is representing like nine can be wish fulfillment um, it can mean an ending it can mean redreaming trying again uh, anything but it's not nece- it can also be like an end of a cycle it's an understanding that we recognize your value we recognize the importance of the unity so the two of cups is being acknowledged but in reverse, the Leo is also representative of the sun here, too, in the Two of Cups. The sun and moon are dependent on each other, One, but they're also individual. So they have a collective unity, and they're also individual. So that's what makes it a duality, but also a unity. But they're always one. They're one expression, but they can be two expressions as well. And that's what I'm saying that's what I'm th- saying and thinking up to this point with all the other cards clarifying is somebody in the past or an aspect of, of a person in the past has not been in um, the proper acknowledgement of the feminine. So now that the feminine is being acknowledged, um, she is shining brightly like a sun before uh, you know before the representation of love or and um, the emotions are on grounded level so you see the crab coming out of the water onto the dry land or the dry path this is meaning that the emotions are in a grounded state so it's a very positive card the next card the king of wands is he is someone who has mastered his passions but he has much to give he is a in tarot King of Wands is like a desired card. It, it in love, uh, in love readings, it's just, it's um, often depicted as a man who's really worth his salt. He is somebody who wants to offer, um, or you know, offer something to a feminine. So, because the the card of the Two of Cups in reverse and the Moon crossing is about the acknowledgement and the preservation of the feminine is how I'm reading it. I see this King of Wands as somebody who could be watching from afar. Somebody. Actually, could be a a female, male watching a female, but exchange the energies as needed. But, like, who's really acknowledging that this person is worth their salt. This This is an established person. Somebody who has... I would say possibly a businessman because he's sitting on a very lavish 
throne and the fabric on the throne and his um, robe are very eloquent. Um, the design on it is gold and it could be it could be like um, a rust um, a, like a brown or rust or a ru- you know a, a ruby color but his his velvet um, his velvet robe and his golden cape with the with the the ruby colored uh, ornate patterns is is very indicative it's not like the other kings that are depicted on tarot so it's very eloquent but he's on a very simple platform and it's not you know necessarily um, you know the highest level of uh, carved design so to speak so I think this king of wands is a very grounded person a very humble person but they have a very strong inner passion they're willing to focus and direct their energies on somebody and direct their passions their love their time their inner fire on a feminine that they feel is holds more value than what they um, present I think this king of wands sees a feminine as somebody who's a bit of a mystery is very intriguing wants to get to know them better maybe has not approached them just yet but is desiring approach so if you look at the knight of wands is next to it this knight of wands is driving and riding at a very fast pace towards the king of wands so i i see this as somebody who's wanting to communicate this king of wands it's almost like the knight of wands is the internal um intuitive guidance of the king of wands and that is telling him you need to really let this person know so there is somebody I feel that is going to direct their awareness their direct their attentions and make it known to somebody about that they've been admiring them for some time they've admired them from afar they recognize their worth and in and and in all um, in all truth this king of wands knows the journey or has a very strong intuitive awareness that this journey that this person has been on has not been easy and they may know they have not yet arrived so they're not fully at the pinnacle level that they could be this nine of pinnacles if you revert back because this is kind of like the compilation uh, the amalgamation of all the um, feminine journey of the um, feminine energies the journey of self-worth the journey of awareness the journey of um, establishing uh, a strong foundation she's not yet at the ten of pentacles she's not yet at the queen of pentacles the queen of pentacles had not shown up in this reading so the king of wands is aware of it but he's also aware that this woman has the potential of achieving everything that's in the strength card when you put it in upright in the infinity symbol that's over the woman or the feminine that's taming the lion so he's fully aware of all this the knight of wands is driving him driving him towards the feminine the knight of wands faces the king but the king is facing the feminine the king is not looking back so the king is very future focused he's he knows where he wants to go he's a person that he knows exactly his vision short term and long because when you um, see the crossing energy of the Knight of Wands. It's the Eight of Wands, and the Eight of Wands is somebody who's mastered their karma. They've settled their karmic return, and they know they they know they want to put a lot of passion offer towards something. So they're directing their love towards something. Sometimes. <clears throat> Sometimes in tarot, Eight of Wands can be depicted as multiple offers of love. And for some, that can be the case. It can be divided up here as a younger energy, a Knight of Wands coming forth with a love communication, and also the King of Wands. It can be two admirers watching a female, one going on their long-standing value and what they have built up in their kingdom being the king another younger energy who uh, who's also of worth but maybe have um, 
not built up the vast the vast resources and uh, experience that the king has but i'm i'm seeing this as one individual as one particular person who has their eye on a fame, uh, eye on somebody and this love when it comes in is going to come in fast this offer is going to come in fast this attention however because it's the king of wands is focused on the female but the king of pentacles is the final card looking forward he's looking at the future the king of wands is looking backwards again with the, this case the female she, he's looking at the fem, female journey the feminine journey of the feminine the king of pentacles is focused forward he has that pentacle the pentacle is what he wants to offer he is willing to offer I would see this king of wands as central that the knight of wands and the king of pentacles and the eight of wands is the subconscious of the king of king of wands this is what is being housed behind this king of wands so you know they always say when i say they i'm saying teachers authors books literature and so forth teach you know sacred teachings there's always like a gatekeeper before something is presented so somebody may uh, meet somebody and have to go through several loops before you actually get to the person you're trying to talk to. Think about if you are wanting, I, I read this among people who are script writers and, um, and script writers, they write for years or even, you know, authors of books, they write for years and then suddenly they get known overnight. Same with YouTubers. YouTubers who have put it out there, they may not be even known or on social media, and then suddenly overnight they get hundreds of, you know, thousands upon thousands of subscribers, and suddenly their value goes up and so forth. It's the same with the stock market, though I don't play the stock market. It's from what people have told me that's kind of similar to it. And I took a class years ago, <laughs> failed miserably at it, but it's the point I'm trying to say is that there is. I sense with this spread, that especially with this ending masculine, this masculine energy aspect, the yang, is seeing the value of the yin. And now he's re recognizing that he should have shown her greater worth. This king of pentacles sits with a pentacle on his lap and he is waiting for his queen of pentacles to show up because he knows this nine of pentacles that started in this reading is well worth his time and energy and investment because he knows without a shadow of a doubt that the journey she's been on will lead her to Queen of Pentacles. And he knows the Page of Wands that was sent beforehand that the King of Wands sent. See, the King of Wands knows that he sent this gatekeeper, the Page of Wands, so to speak, ahead of time to assess the value of where this Nine of Pentacles woman was, or female energy was. And he is very fixated on it. And I'm now perceiving that it is possible there are two admirers because it can be, as I said, one, the journey of the subconscious of the King of Wands with the Knight of Wands in King of Pentacles can be very grounded energy, so the King of Wands I also pick up is very grounded and very aware of their worth, very value, and so forth. But the King of Pentacles in this spread can also be, because he's focused a different direction, he could be someone who's admiring, waiting for this Queen of Pentacles to show up. So the only caution I would say here is, if, if you are, if this is... Um, translated so to speak in tarot to a real-time situation and it's a person where you have two admirers one who's very grounded very wealthy very um, established but they have not expressed it or they may be they may be very not rigid but very um, passive they're not transparent and then you have somebody who's the king of wands who's very transparent very vulnerable very open very passionate and they are established as well 
I'd choose the King of Wands. The King of Wands has gone through a great deal to get this, um, to understand, I should say, this feminine. Because he started out with the Page of Wands. If you look at the King of Pentacles journey here, you have the Six of Pentacles, and he's kind of determining and judging karmic return. Now, I do feel like we should be very careful with where we allocate our time and our monies and our resources and our attentions because it can, you know, take away um, focusing on your own personal growth. Because if you don't work on yourself, I mean health, mind, body, soul, health, all that, it can be, you know, it can put you in a very adverse state. So what I would say is, um, but there, but there is a, there is an aspect because when you go from the six of pentacles to the seven of pentacles, it can endure boundaries and conflict. And so, um, six is about intentions and energies where seven is about drawing the line and realizing you didn't get that you got the shaft basically. And I feel like this king of pentacles is referring back to the six of pentacles energy where he's determining that he's going to wait for his queen to show up. And when the masculine is waiting for the queen to show up, I mean, on the one hand, I'm going to take a, a positive turn twist to this. The feminine could be with this um, queen of cups energy, assessing the worth of the nine of pentacles woman in the beginning here. Um, it could be a woman who determines who she wants in her life and who does not. She's the imp- she's the empress of her own life. However, I feel like you should never, and I'm not talking about a male and a female here, but I'm talking about you should never have to chase love. If you are constantly chasing love, you're going back on that karmic wheel again. Um, I've done it in the past, and it's not because I was... Uh, out of need it was because that's how I was conditioned to always give 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 um, look for the brightest and everything always be sunshine don't people couldn't handle realities uh, changes and twists of life <laughs> they couldn't handle a discussion of anything challenging in my life it was just very difficult as most people have expressed so what I'm saying is this king of Pentacles may have a bit of presumptuous energy that his queen's going to arrive all packaged up, and that should not be the case. I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying between the King of Wands and King of Pentacles, you want the grounded logic, the grounded um, frugality of the King of Pentacles, uh, but the King of Wands has so much passion and love to give, um, and he is willing to, his knight is willing to um, affirm that there is much love here. There's much passion here. But he's also warning. The Knight of Wands is also giving a warning here that to the King of Wands that there are other suitors. There are other potential suitors. So the King of Wands knows this woman's worth. Or knows his feminine's worth. If you look at it from a yin-yang. I'm just going to um, check here a minute on pull on a couple other cards that are not listed in the actual original image because I ended with the King of Pentacles, but I'm just kind of curious what would even show up. Yep, that's what it is. It's showing the lovers in reverse, followed by an Ace of Cups in reverse. Okay, I'm not going to tell you the third card yet because it's very fascinating. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. Wow, wow, wow. You are not going to believe how this is working. Uh, I just, the way this, um, I've got this um, pillow that I placed these cards on, there just wasn't enough room. But I will do a separate uh, photograph in the comments to show these cards because it just, you can't make this stuff up. Wow. Okay, so I pulled one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more cards. In fact, they just kind of fell out when I was shuffling there. What the next card is after the King of Pentacles is the Lovers in Reverse, which is a six card. 
That's another balance card. That's another consideration card. That's another reflection card. The King of Pentacles is looking towards this. He is assessing whether or not this feminine is worth his his time. He has this pentacle sitting on its lap, on his lap. He's determining whether or not this person's worth his time. When I look at the next card, it is an Ace of Cups in reverse. Ace's new start, victory, sacrifice. He's looking at this as a potential sacrifice. There may be an aspect of this feminine's journey that the King of Pentacles does not find value in. If you look uh, before the Queen of Cups there in the beginning, the Queen of Cups knows this Nine of Pentacles worth. She is holding her chalice before her. It's a trophy. Like a trophy. It's like saying, you are... You are already, I already know how far you're going to go. So before you start reflecting on your journey, before the King of Wands is aware of it, I want to reward you and let you know. It's like the Nine of Pentacles looking at her higher self. Don't get caught up on the Pentacle versus the Cup and it has to match the suit or anything is. This can be one individual's journey over a time and and the, the process they go through, like grounding themselves, getting their ducks in a row, getting their finances sorted, and then their emotions or their emotional self or their, because um, heart can be uh, encompassed of emotions as well as the soul. The soul is generally representative of it, but it's like the mind, body, soul coming into grounding with reality, like structuring in the world, knowing you have to have a job, you have to supply, you know, um, resources for yourself and take care of yourself like the whole put on your own oxygen mask first on the airplane <laughs> um, but what's interesting this king of pentacles is looking oh, ahead future focus right and the lover's card is in reverse so he's assessing whether or not this is worth his time and energy putting into a partnership because ace of cups is in reverse even though the queen or the feminine the higher self she knows her worth he doesn't this is not the same masculine as the King of Wands. It is, it, it, it is a high chance now that it is showing as not. So, it's, it is possible that there is more than one love interest coming in. And I would say watch for red flags. Don't get deceived on a lot of offering, a lot of love bombing or anything like that that could come. Uh, because let the masculine prove himself. And I don't mean this as necessarily a man. It could be a man waiting for a woman to prove herself and she has a strong yang energy. Research yin and yang sometime and you'll understand what I mean. It's not bound to... I know it gets confusing when explaining tarot because the tarot readers read it as male and female and then they'll say, you know... Um, exchange the energies as needed or so forth because it's too complicated to get into yang, yin and yang every single time but every single person is either a masculine dominated or female dominated basically based upon a lot of their conditioning when they were up growing up so like I have a lot of masculine yang in me simply because but I have also have feminine but simply because I was I had a very strong um, authoritative father who passed early so he was very dominant and he had high expectations to mold me into uh, be I don't know embrace a lot of masculine activities and energies like riding motorcycles and so forth so and hunting and all that and it wasn't me but it was it was just what I'm saying is is a person can house different energies based upon their exposure to early life and as they grow, they become more aware of their uh, internal balance of um, male and masculine and feminine. Back to the story. <laughs> now, the King of Pentacles, this one person, like I said, who could be an established businessman. He's not quite an emperor yet, but he thinks he is worth his salt based upon his money alone or his energies and time. It could be his title. It could be anything. Always check. Make sure someone... Don't reveal a whole lot, as they say in the beginning. Because there is more with the story. The next card is the sun. So we go from somebody who doesn't 
think that this that they think this partnership's going to require sacrifice to the sun. I feel that this is the king of wands energy. If you go back to the strength card in reverse, the moon, the sun behind the moon, and the two of cups in reverse, the king of wands is watching this journey. He knows the sun's coming out. He knows the sun will come out tomorrow. He knows that sun is getting ready to shine brightly. The inner child is sitting atop the white horse. The white horse is the one that the death card, the grim reaper, was riding. If you look back, she's so happy on it. She knows that she has victory over death. Death, not in the physical death, but the ego death. She knows that she has lost relationships. She has lost aspects of herself that held her back. That Leo sun, it's funny on this card, the sun card, the way this tarot is, it's kind of got a smirk on its face. It's not like really happy, but it's shining brightly. So this could very well be the king of pentacles knowing that this inner child took the victory. The masculine of this feminine that had to come out, she had to lay down a part of her masculine, I feel, to reach her her elation as a feminine, to reach her full potential, to raise that red flag of passion above her, she had to lay down part of that masculine. Because the next card is the Page of Swords, and also 19 reduces to 1, which is the closing out of a cycle fully in wholeness. So she's reached a wholeness. She's reached a whole understanding that she is not losing herself in somebody else or some other thing. She is fully and completely wonderful and beautiful and into and unto of herself. And then we have the Page of Swords. This is a person who is young energy. This may be a reflection of this feminine going back to a period where she was young, could be anywhere from 17 to 22 to early, early 20s. And she is raising that sword of victory. She is ready to start again with Page of Swords. It's a very innocent energy. It could be, they always say it's a young person. It could be, uh, they say, young female under 25 years. But um, And then, then they go into negatives that she's raising her sword in defense. I don't see this as a defense card. But, yeah, I will put a disclaimer here. I do see a guarded energy here. So this is somebody who, she's gone from inner child to raising that defense card. She is ready. She is victorious. She knows. Look. Look, King of Pentacles. Or King... I don't think she's got the defense towards the King of Wands yet, but the King of Pentacles or any king. I got my own sword. I know how to wait. I know how to swing that sword, and I know how to use it. I've studied fencing. I know how to joust. So be careful. She's got it over her shoulder, too, so it's raised. Her face, though, is not guarded, so she's open to reception. She's open and ready to receive what offer is being brought to her. The sky is clear, but it's a bit overcast. There's sparse landscaping, so she's severely grounded. She's, she, you know, I'm seeing with this Page of Swords, she still has a tad bit of masculine energy. I think when the inner child she's victorious in the feminine. What happens is sometimes we get into this whole vicious cycle. The yin-yang is always constantly, um, they reflect each other and they go back and forth. I will do possibly do a podcast on that in the future because it is a bit confusing. Um, I study the Tao and have for a number of years aspects of different spirituality. So, um, you know, I am familiar with it. Um, and I have taken some martial art workshops, so I am familiar a little bit with it, but it is, like I said, it, the journey of the self is, is a journey into itself. Okay, so we go from the page of swords. So I'm thinking at this young age in her 20s, she did have a bit of survival instinct. A very, And this is probably when it was really embraced, when she started becoming aware of her feminine self within the masculine. The Ten of Cups is the next card. That is a that is a victory card. That is a total close of cycle. Everything passing the Nine of Cups wish fulfillment and reaching the joyful love between the masculine and feminine, the inner children. If you look in this card, there's a Ten of Cups. There's a rainbow. 
masculine and feminine are, are embracing one another. They see the house and the difference. They distance. They see how much they've accomplished. So this is this is what she knows she wants, and she knows this is possible. The Six of Swords is next with the um, boat or overwater travel. It says on here, this is something where the masculine and feminine and the child in the boat. He's getting ready. He, they're carrying swords with them. So these are the sacrifices that they had to give up in order to um, go off on a new adventure, so to speak. Six is about balance, but also in harmony, but in, but also like the energy and, and intentions. What was sacrificed in this case to go? They're going with not, you don't see pentacles in this boat. This is a mentality. They're going with their mindset. This is the mindset they're moving forward towards a lavish land in the distance. They're ready to cross the smooth waters. The three of pentacles. And the masculine's leading here. The only thing I don't like about the six of sword cards, this woman is kind of bent over. So like the feminine is kind of bent over and the child is, of course, sitting. It's very traditional. And I don't like that. The ten of cups is more victorious feminine energy as is the page of swords. So the six of swords is about... You know, I'm thinking this is an old mindset. I'm believing that this is an old mindset. This Because you're going from the sun back to six of clubs. There's a lot of reflection going on here. So there will be somebody who has taken this journey. And they are going through quite a um, battle between the yin and the yang. And the yin and the yang, the masculine and feminine energies, can be quite a, um, a challenge to to balance in terms of... Uh, when I say that, I mean like you can have conditioning. They, Some coaches out there talk about mother wounds and father wounds and wounds in the child, but when you do your own self-accountability, when you are embracing your own journey and taking responsibility, you are putting that behind you. And <clears throat> I do think when this is the case, this is somebody who is carrying their swords. So be careful of defeatist mentality. Be careful when you have done the journey and then suddenly you get these love offers coming in because I have I have found a number of people that they do the journey on their own, they're working on their their life, their projects, their health, everything, and then bam, all of a sudden this love comes in as though it's like people are waiting just to reap the benefits of someone else's journey. No, no. Know your own worth first. Know your own Ten of Cups first. Just like the Queen of Cups is saying in the beginning. I know your worth. And I'm willing to give you my cup before you even tell me your journey. This is somebody who knows. The Six of Swords is like a bit of a defeatist mentality. Because you have the Three of Pentacles next. The Three of Pentacles is about networking, creation, um, adjoining mind, body, soul, um, agreements to something, but it's in a sacred place, so it can be very traditional, it's about a sacred gathering between a masculine and feminine. There could be someone coming in, and it could, and not necessarily King of Pentacles energy, but it could be someone coming in wanting to benefit and reap off of this mass, off of this female's um, journey or this person's journey. Again, don't get caught up in gender. Um, <clears throat> and they're trying to take advantage of it and lock them into a partnership before they've even known their worth, because the next card is. Going from three to four. Grounded, stable, the emperor. Like I said, you can't make this up. The king of pentacles was looking forward because he knew the emperor was in, in the um, on the horizon. The emperor can, can sometimes, it can be very good and grounded energy, a very a masculine arriving at his highest self. In other words, somebody who's older, wiser, and this can be wise energy. This could be like a fatherly type energy coming in to keep the to keep the female, the feminine energy grounded and so to speak, uh, making her aware to keep her idea on that she is um, valuable unto herself. 
and that she doesn't have to lock herself into a partnership, okay? But it can also be somebody who is actually um, trying to bring structure on her and take care of her and so forth. Like the King of Pentacles can sometimes be very providing energy. And if you look at the picture of the um, female in the boat on the Six of Swords, it's kind of a young masculine taking care of a young family. So there's a lot of sacrifice there. But the Emperor, it can be an easy way out, I think. Looking for someone to rescue you. But I... You can also take this card on the personal journey as source, knowing that even though you have the masculine and feminine coming together on a unified level, source is the only thing you need when it comes to feminine or masculine, whether you're a male or female in life or, you know, whatever, that's how you identify. Source is all you need. Okay, when you come, because this, like I said, this tarot reading is like a dual story reading here. It's almost like a love reading between, a love reading of a, of a person coming to, um, going through their own, doing the work to allow love in their life, or, you know, real-time love partnerships in their life and opening their heart center. And also somebody who is actually doing the work to find their feminine again. And ground their feminine because the masculine is dominated up to this point. That's where the with the emperor. <clears throat> the emperor I see is can be either that, a stabilizer, someone coming in to mentor the feminine. Again, be careful of control, be careful of giving up energies like the Six of Pentacles warns. But this emperor can be ultimate also ultimately the um source of all because he holds the life energy of the of the um he holds the life energy in one hand and the it's like a, almost like the golden world orb in the other so it's like he's arrived with a crown on his head on a very concrete stone type Throne. This is someone who is very fixed. It could be very somebody who's very structured. They have the the long white beard, which represents divine wisdom, and very militant boots too. Though they're a little bit modern, <laughs> I would say. And it could be someone from overseas as well. This could be somebody that you've met online abroad that is watching everything from a distance. Be careful with online relationships. Make sure there is a face-to-face -face meeting at some point because people can portray anything they want to online. It's the dream world, the dream visions, the whole concocting of any kind of storyline you want to tell because nobody's going to check whether you're telling the truth or not. Be very careful with this. I would just say the inner, it's not about fear. But it's about awareness and vigilance. It's about using discernment. The emperor, the empress is not here. It's the emperor. The empress is not approved yet. So this lady, the feminine journey has not reached the empress yet. Remember, there's a suddenly a dominance of masculine because this woman is coming up into her full value. So this empress is in on her way. <clears throat> the final card here, and I will close this reading out, reaching an hour is the King of Cups. And thank you for listening up to this point. You guys must be very much tarot uh, admirers of tarot. <laughs> Every You can learn something from everyone, I think. The King of Cups is the final card, which he is so laid back. This King of Cups, he has his cup out. He's very humble. He has his golden staff. His blue robe, this red, red draping around his his chest, his very very humble crown. It's not an elaborate crown. He's got, um, I think it's like water or ships or something behind him, and he's on you know a pave pavement. So he's already very grounded, but he's very loose and flowing. 
So this, again, could be a third admirer. <laughs> I'm going to give a couple of scenarios to close this out. This could be a very much an admirer that is recognizing that this is a woman who's been through the mill and back. The King of Wands energy may be someone with a very strong lust where the King of Cups has done the emotional work. So you're going for someone that could be very love-bombing, but yet very loving and passionate. So you can have very King of Wands passionate energy. You could have someone who's just very grounded, and then you could have someone who's very transparent. If you get all three, you do get the Emperor. But we're not going from the King of Cups to the Emperor. We're going from the Emperor to the King of Cups. So this is either a female that is really making, or feminine that's making the masculine level up and realizing he's not leveled up and he's having to go right back and do an emotional reflection and do some emotional work. And in this case, it would be like a twin soul, which the twin soul concept is the yin-yang. This is the mirroring balance that happens. Don't get caught up in thinking so and you're all in all and... Oh, it's just like out of the films. Because it can be a bit of a, <laughs> a nightmare if you haven't done your own work. But this King of Cups energy could be very flow, laid back. Someone who's aware of someone's presence, watch them from some time. Be very gentle. Be very um, kind-hearted. Um, be worth having a heart-to-heart -heart conversation. They may not be very, um, they, may, they, they would be very possibly open with their emotions and very transparent. But they're not going to love bomb as much but they're willing to listen to the story. In all essence, you want all three. You want the passion. You want someone who's grounded and structured, who's willing to have a practical look at life and be frugal and not you know, be really risk-taking because King of Wands can be very risk-taking energy. Um, King of Pentacles can become what cold. Look at the both sides is what I'm saying. King of Cups can be someone who may still have some wounding which reflecting backwards on the emperor to be somebody who who is a who's an emperor but an emperor in emperor in um image only so like a superficial emperor the king of cups is this energy saying you know i need to go back and do some emotional work and I gotta pull one more card to find out. We have finally the the well not finally, but the two of swords which is divided mind. So this is gonna be a female who's gonna be caught between more than one offer. And I will say the the final card is the fool. The two of swords does have a chance at partnership, but she's divided divided in her mind between the masculine and feminine. But don't be don't be dismayed or, or downtrodden because the the final card is the fool, and that's the beginning of the journey all over again. So there is a decision made between the two of swords and the fool as to which king will take her heart, which will she let allow back into her heart again, which will give her the cup that will overflow and also allow her own cup to never stop overflowing. If you enjoyed this journey, this story, this tarot story with me today, <laughs> I have become a bit of a, a tarot storyteller because I've enjoyed it so much. But if you have, click like, subscribe, and share it with your friends. Follow me on Instagram at Peace Alchemy. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast for future, future podcasts. I really enjoy and appreciate the subscribers so far, and thank you for listening and taking time out of your schedule. Until next time, have a lovely week.